This is the Seahawkers podcast, live and uncatfished. I'm Brandon Schultz of the Military Seahawkers, and we are reacting to the Seahawks 27 to 23 win over the Los Angeles Rams junior varsity team. It still feels good <laughs> either way. I'm joined by my good buddy, Clinton Bonner. Clinton, how you feeling, man? I am feeling so good, Brandon. <laughs> Cracking. It's called a, uh, a McLighty. It's a you can't see it, but trust me, it's called a McLighty. It's <sighs> Mick Wonderful. And that is a friggin' Mick W for our team. The big chip, the thing Gino can't do. He can't do it. Well, guess what, Brandon? He freaking went and did it. I don't care that it was a JV team. We had to go into SoFi and get the W. And we did SOS saved our season, Gino to Gino. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, I guess to my commentary, um, it is the Rams junior varsity team on offense. In terms of the defense, it was minus Aaron Donald. And um, I, I think that maybe even things out a little bit for uh, our Seahawks defense to be taking on that, uh, that struggling Rams offense. And uh, it didn't need to be this close. It, it didn't need to be this close. But yes, Geno Smith gets the stat. Our executive producer, nice. Ryan, coming in with a 999 Super Chat. Geno gets the stat. Anyone see if Russ got a stat today? Uh, yes, we did see if Russ got a stat. And the answer is no, he, he did not. Uh, Geno Smith goes for 367 yards on 28 attempts or tw uh, 39 attempts, 28 completions, three touchdowns. One interception that shouldn't have been an interception because Correct. the the refs were just trying to make it a close game, I suppose. And they felt bad for Bobby Wagner not being a member of the Seahawks anymore. But uh, Seattle, you get the win minus some running back injuries. DJ Dallas just fighting through an injury toward the end of the game. And, and oh man, yes, DK Metcalf in the background. The DK Kaiju uh, coming through. Uh, for the Seahawks, what did, let's see what DK had for in terms of yards. Monster, monster. Eight game. catches, uh, four and and eight targets. So perfect on his targets to catch Damn. ratio. One hundred twenty-seven yards, one touchdown. Tyler Lockett actually finished the day as the leading uh, receiver. Nine receptions, one hundred twenty-eight yards, just one yard and one reception ahead of DK. But it, it felt like a fitting end. Um, to, to really highlight DK with that touchdown, that game winning touchdown catch from Gino. Yeah. Just battling, battling Ramsey. That's become, that's just become this, this epic thing they now do, right? They, they don't like each other. And for, you know, for all the, you know, the, the, the old school folks who, who, who enjoy some good sports hate, right? It's okay. Not even okay to sports hate. I think it's great to sports hate. You know, we don't need hate in, in the regular parts of our, our world, but that's why we have sports. It's for the passion. It's for, it's for the fantasy, right? And we could have this luscious sports eight and watching DK just go monster squad on, on them and eight for eight. Didn't realize that. And, and again, back to Gino, I, hey, real quick, Brandon, uh, I, I do want to park one second on that, that interception. Okay. Uh, in what world is that an interception? Like how is he not down with the ball rolling over tackled? Like in what, if that's the end zone, is that not a touchdown? Like I, I don't get the freaking rules, man. I don't. I don't know if you if you see it differently. It's it's because the way they saw it on the field was that it was never controlled, 
by was it Jones or was it Dallas? It uh, was Jones. It was Jones. It was Jones. Jones had uh, some. They they felt like he never chances. had control over it. Even though I mean, if you if you pause it right at the moment where he has the <laughs> football and yeah. his knee on the ground <laughs> and Bobby Wagner doesn't have the football, it's just somehow after Bobby rolls over him and then ends up with the football that it's suddenly yeah. his because the ball never touched the ground. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, a, a ridiculous call, but that's the way they called it on the field. So that's the way it ends up going for the Rams and Jason Turner coming in. DK Metcalf's touchdown was the best play of the game as Ramsey was riding DK like a backpack. Yeah, he, he was. It was he was, you know, it wasn't like Ramsey got burnt and didn't matter. Didn't matter. That's, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, DK. I, I said I, I tweeted it last week. It was like DK is not this DK is not that. Well, maybe Justin Jefferson. He's not. But who cares? Like he's our dude. He's locked up. He he's he's he is our enforcer, our big guy. And I, again, I don't care that we played a banged up Rams team. This is the NFL. Had to get the win. And in in the biggest moments, dude came through along with Gino. Right? I mean, G- G- three hundred sixty something yards on a day where we could not run the ball again. Um, uh, uh, just to rotate it a little bit to uh, the offensive line was like struggle bus for a, a bit, but I, but I have to give a little credit. It seems like they, they kind of got their act together in the fourth act. If you will, they buttoned it up when they had to a little bit of Gino escapeology for sure. Like he, he did some great things. And with that, it did feel like the, the offensive line came through at the end. And, and then, and then, you know, our de- defensive line stepped up to get the big freaking sack. We actually tilted it the other way. And it's been a, been a little bit since we've done that, Brandon. So I'm, I'm all smiles, man. Right when it needed to happen. I, exactly. I think they definitely came through when they needed to. Barry, a.k.a. Van T in with the 999 Super Chat. I have so much. I have to restrain myself for the outs this week when it comes to three <laughs> and three out. All in all, we won. Yeah, yes, this is not. This is kind of, a, you know, we will get to three and three out later this week. And that's kind of one of the reasons that show exists, because it'll be um there's, there's stuff to pick through, uh, without a doubt that was frustrating and lumpy. Um, but you know, we just beat the Rams suck at McVay at, suck at Ramsey, the entire thing, Wagner, nice game. You, you played well, uh, and you lost and your team he, he played so. better than well. Uh, Bobby Wagner was on fire in this played game. A nice, Car- he played a nice game. <laughs> Car, car, covered in sports hate is fine when you're not injuring our last running back on the field. That that one didn't look good with the celebration uh, coming in after that that big big hit, but that was unfortunate. I, I don't. I think it was because Jones was dropping the football that his head was going down the way it was. Yep. Um, and just I I thought it was appropriate that they didn't eject him because we've seen a lot of those lately where they eject a player for coming in. Uh, helmet first. Now the announcers were ridiculous saying that it wasn't a helmet to helmet hit because it was the side <laughs> of his helmet. I, I didn't quite understand why helmet to helmet doesn't count if it's if it's a side of a helmet. I, I feel yeah. like that's also the side of the helmet is also called the helmet, right? It, part, part of the it's, it's last I checked, Brandon, the side of the helmet where they put the logo and the yeah. emblem and the face mask wraps part, around part of the helmet is still part of the helmet. Yeah. Um. So that was that was a nuance I had uh, I hadn't heard quite yet. You know. So that was. But I, but I do want to agree with you real quick. Um. I am glad he wasn't ejected because it's a hard hit. Yes, he hits the helmet a little bit, but it, but Jones drops the ball before he gets contacted, and he's lowering his head to go try and you know try and retrieve it as it's falling to the earth. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I get it. I guess so yeah, I'm, it's I'm one of those situations where yes, ejected. it's a penalty, but yes, not an ejection I think they actually called. Hey, tip the the cap for the refs on that one. I think they actually called it perfectly, which 
I won't say too often, but I will in that in that case. Amy Holmes, one of our channel members here on YouTube, coming through with a four ninety nine super chat. DJ and Goodwin coming back in after injury because we needed it. This team is tough, and yeah, Goodwin to help get that the ball down inside the ten on a catch. He finishes the day with just that one catch for seventeen yards, but he almost he almost had the end zone catch. Um, it was just that was some good defense. I. I suppose give some credit to the Rams there. I, I thought yeah. he was, I thought he'd have that catch. Great pass. He gets his hands on it, but I mean, like literally it looked like a WW I'm old. So WWF slash WWE move where they were just kind of like DDTing his face to the ground. He comes down on his hand. So I think nearly impossible to hold on to that unless you're like Justin Jefferson, because he does stupid things. Um, but you know, like it's when you see Goodwin take these hits uh, and you know, his history of injury, you kind of understand why Lockett has done what he's done, why he's done what he's done, you know, and uh, over the last few years, it's just making a little bit more of like, Hey, I want to play the entire year and I want to play well next year. Um, so you kind of the perfect balance though for Lockett in this game on the touchdown. He, he made the nice jump cut inside as the defensive back was coming over. He picked up the, the tough first down, uh, which, which, which was late in the game. So yeah, we had some nice tough moments from Lockett in this too. And oh yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. I, we we and he was he's savvy, right? He's and he still didn't take huge hits. He was just elusive, and then he could get the extra yards in the way that a dude like him could go get those extra yards. And then he still gets down, doesn't take the giant hit. Um, but it was hey man, this was we talked about it all week long, right? We were like we were like hey, we're nervous. Um, we don't know why we're nervous, but we are, and we're pretty darn sure that McVeigh will scheme things up in a way that keeps this very close and it's Seahawks versus Rams and it's on the road. Frankly, it played out exactly like that. Um, there was some frustrating stuff, you know, for sure. Like, like Brandon, are we ever going to be able to stop the run? Like, can we stop the Ooh. run on a- this team? Can't even run the ball very well. Right. They're back. Yeah. They're well, they're it was up. showing cam acres uh, ranked toward the bottom of the league in right. yards per attempt. Right. Along with Leonard Fournette, who we also allowed to just, run up on this team. So yeah, yeah, still. And I got concerned as the Rams toward the end of the game went over that 145 yard threshold. Yeah. I, I think they even went into the territory where the Seahawks uh, have lost every single game, giving up 160 plus yards. So not real great. Ryan making a good mention here that uh, they did a good job helping the O-line in the fourth. You saw a lot of tight ends staying in to block. Saw some That's running it. backs, even, even, yeah, busted up running backs with uh, uh, Dallas staying in the block. Well, we, the return of the, of the 13 personnel and right. and, it, and, the, and different formations of it or different uses of 13 personnel, there was like kind of a half pistol personnel. I, I would call it that. Where like you got the half back and then the tight end flanked and then not the other tight end, but, but then they had two tight ends in the line. And then we went back to that just shifting over two tight ends and then it's just Disley, whatever the order was, like, you know, Disley, Parkins, and Fett. We saw that mm-hmm. again. And, and lo and behold, if it's, if that's our versioning of max protect, then great. And, uh, really nice to see the return of 13 personnel. It definitely helped down the stretch. We got tighter. And you know, how many, how many sacks did we end up with Brandon? Was it three or four? Oh, three or four. I forget. No, no, oh, it two. was one of those numbers. <laughs> yeah. I, no, no, had two. Um, I, I was still on the other stats I was trying to cover, and and you're trying to jump ahead to sacks. Uh, four oh, really? sacks. Each each team had four. Okay, and the, and the Rams had three in the first half, I believe, because they got that last one when we had the ball with 55 seconds left, 
And the guy from Brown, who is replacing Aaron Donald, got his second sack of the freaking game. That was awesome. And, I, yeah, and- I, I did not. Did I not bring up Brown's name? Uh, when we talked about uh, some of the preview in, in the What If show, I, I feel like I touched on that. Well, it's not Brad. Oh, you mean like his name's Hocht or something like that, right? H O E C H T. No, no, I'm talking about the dude Hocht. H O E C H T. He's from the Brown University. Oh, 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 that guy. He's from Brown. You have the he, double Browns he, on the on the right side there. Yeah, it was a Brown out dude. Like, I mean, they they replace Aaron Donald and and we're still getting walked back. It's like, come on, like come yeah, on, cross, getting walked back. I, I, I was not real happy with Cross a, a couple times in this game, but I was happy with our other rookie, Tariq Woolen. As Wayne Fort says, T Woolen equals Rookie of the Year comes up with his sixth interception of the season. And yeah, there was a couple, you know what? He probably could have had three in this game alone where he was batting down passes uh, Mm -hmm. rather than getting both. If he would have gotten both hands up on a couple of different plays, he probably makes three picks in this game. But instead, I'm not going to be real picky. He got one. Yeah, but that play he made down the sideline where you could see where he, I think it's Tutu Atwell, which pains, pains me to see how, how, what he was and what, what I've been wanting of D. Eskridge. I'm like, and he, yeah. he was dra- you know, drafted the next pick and he was washed out, but now he's there and he's good. Very, very painful to me. He's not, um, he's, he's okay. But it's still painful, Brandon. Still, still, still painful to me to see him being effective and like used and, and fast. And yeah. with that, um, Atwell gets behind Woolen and then you see Woolen uh, kind of, he starts to go for like what he thinks he may be able to get it with two hands. And then he, in air realizes I can't get my right hand on it. So then he just, just, you know, kind of, for he gets rid of the right hand and just goes full extension left hand and bats it down. It's like, what a pro freaking play in midstream to be like, all right, can't go for the glory one. I got the knockdown. I'll take it. And then live to play another day and, and wag his finger. It was, that's just, as opposed to going up with two hands and going right just over the tips and, uh, and Tutu Atwell's gone. Right. So just little things like that is, is screaming to me how advanced Willen is already in, in what, uh, 12, 12 games of a career? That's insane. Jeremy, going back, uh, and and just to comment once again on the amount of time that they were giving Gino uh, toward the end of the game by bringing in the extra tight ends. Yep. And yes, they, they were giving him enough time in the pocket that he could really deliver that win that, uh, that we've been calling for. We wanted to see the stat by Gino, and we finally got it. And thanks to Jeremy Green for the 499 Super Chat. Yes. Give Gino some time and it'll make you pay. Thank you, Jeremy. It's, he's, he's really, uh, Gino's really damn good. <laughs> it's just like, this is again, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're seven and five or 12 games into the year. Um, he, he did a lot of things. Remember the earth, like in the preseason, it was like, well, he's this, he's this, you know, he's not very good. And he doesn't really have a big, a big arm. That was, that was also part of it. Then he won the job. And then it was like a week or two in like, oh, he doesn't really have a big arm. Now he's throwing like off his back foot or like just kind of solid feet because he's got a dude about to, about to crash on him. All arm. Can't even get his leg. That was the other thing. Remember that first couple of weeks? If he doesn't get his legs into it, he doesn't have the ability for this, this, this. How many times today, Brandon, if you just go back, could you count him throwing flat footed because he had no damn time to step mm-hmm. up? And still getting it 12, 15 yards on a B line today downfield. Like, I, it, it, any, do you remember how many times you might have seen that? Cause I have a, at least a goosey gander. Yeah. It's uh, at least three or four, right? Had to be. Yeah. yeah. 
just, you know, getting crashed down on the left-hand side is about to take a hit and then he's zipping it. And typically that was like Lockett sitting down or good win or it was just, just impressive. He, it's he just really, when you say that, then I have the flashbacks to him getting hit and the ball going forward like almost <laughs> 10 yards uh, uh-huh. on what I, I thought it was a fumble after seeing the replay, but I just, I can't figure out the physics of how that play worked of, of it being a forward pass 10 yards, but being a fumble. I, I just I, I can't figure out how that happened. I think we need a physics expert to come in and show us the math on that play because I, I don't believe my eyes. Yeah, I did. I don't know how all the momentum transfer works in that in that scenario, no. because clearly the hand was not going forward. You know, the ball that was op, that was definitely a fumble. What? Absolutely. And yet the ball <laughs> shot out of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how physics works either, you know, but uh, but it was it was a bit trippy. Yeah, man. I, I'm just, I am now, I'm heading out to freaking Seattle, right? So I'm heading out there. I get on a plane to go to Michigan on Wednesday. I'll be out, be landing Sunday morning. This saved my entire trip. This saved everything <laughs> for me, Brandon. And, and, and I'm so fired up that we, I get to get out there now after this huge W. We needed this win so freaking badly to break this two game streak. Um, we didn't get very lucky with that, with the commanders and giants. I mean, in my brain, that's the worst case scenario, right? That tie is stupid bad for us. Is that right? It's I, there's still so many games left to go. It could end up working out well for us. It, it maybe wasn't the best thing in the moment. I, I just I have no idea how all the tiebreaker scenarios are going to work out when it comes down to it. Yeah, maybe it works like, out well. Much like the ball flying forward twenty yards in a fumble, I, I can't I can't do the math right now either. Um, so who who else do you think uh, you know stood out or played well or you know or opposite? What do you what do you think? Well, we can go back to DK as uh, Carly comes in in the chat. DK taunting Ramsey is still so funny. I love, you know, when he went across the line in motion. Yeah, he's like, you come yeah, with yeah, me? Yeah, I'm yeah. going so, this you know, way. You want to come? Yeah. yeah, that that was that, you know, that was that's that sports hate percolating, right? Like that's two dudes who genuinely do not like each other, at least on the field, probably respect the crap of each other off the field or on the field. But like, you know, when they're off the field. Um, but that was really kind of, I don't remember seeing that a, a wide receiver being like, dude, you got me, yeah. come on over, you know, like backyard, backyard taunting. Of course, then he gets the penalty on the, uh, on the following play for whatever reason, who knows? He, he looked like he stuck his face in Ramsey's face for like a hot second and kind of gave him a little bit of a bump to the grill, That that's what I saw. But yeah, that, that was what I saw too. I just didn't think it was penalty worthy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, very likely just the refs wanting wanting to calm, trying to calm that down before uh, before something got yeah. out of hand, quote unquote. Right? Yeah. Penalize so, both of them. Yeah, um, that would have been fine. I'm fine with that too. <laughs> Brian be- coming through uh, with the chat here, saying nice work on the prediction, Clinton. Did you predict this exact score, or were you really close? Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember if, if I was if I had this exactly right. Um, I just remember that. I called this kind of panicky game. So I think I was somewhere in this line 20. You know what? Holy crap. What was the final score? 24, 20. Uh, it was, I have it here. 27, 23. Oh, okay. I think I okay. called 24, 24 20. 20. Oh, still four point spread. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah. I think that was what I, but I did also, you know, uh, my, my wish was Gino three touchdowns. So mm. that and came, you, that came through and came true. So, so I'm feeling pretty good about, uh, about that, about that prediction. I don't um, think my wish came through. I, I was not real happy with Bruce Irvin uh, in this particular game, especially 
on the play where it was fourth and two. Yeah, and he's, he's, he's so far washed inside that particular play. Yes, he, he was. He, he was the guy who should have been on the edge to help contain the quarterback if he sneaks out to the left. He was and he was. There. Yeah, he was following Cam Akers clear across the field. Yeah. I mean, clearly just he was selling out to crash down on Akers. And right. if Akers got the ball, he would have made the hero play stop. He would have. Um, with that, naked boot and uh and away wolfer goes right yeah. so which um, they ran i think have 40 percent of the game was naked boot to one side or the other right which is again that's what that's why leading up to the week i'm like mcveigh is not a stupid coach you know he, we, we may not like we may not like his haircut and his shirts and his attitude but he's not a, he's not a stupid coach he's not a stupid man he knows how to scheme um so it was nearly predictable that they were they were going to do these things uh, it was just nice again that when we needed it most, uh, we were able to turn turn up the heat. And whether that was like, you know, I think an unsung player, I, I feel like Shelby Harris had a couple of, I like Harris because he could be like kind of in and out of consciousness, if you will, if you, if you, if you let me vibe on this for a second. And then he'll, he'll come up with that big play. He, had, he got his, he got his mitts on one in a, in a big moment this game. Um, he just kind of peeks at these moments where you're like, damn, we needed to play. And Shelby Harris did was it. He did it. So it was kind of cool. There you go. See, Phil has the receipts. Four point win, Gino, three touchdowns. There you nice, go. Nice, nice. I will I shall extend my lead. I'm I'm very proud of that. <laughs> Jeremy Green coming in and uh saying, I have to say, I kind of don't like when Barton makes a good play because I don't want him to fool the team into thinking that he's good. But we got to see Cody Barton with the game ceiling interception going down. Yeah. I, I wanted to see him take it to the house. Uh, that would have been my preference just to get, you know, a 10 point double digit victory. It, it felt right to me that that would happen, but I guess he does the smart thing and just goes down so they can take a knee and get out of there. Yes, he is. He, he did. Um, you know, and I hate to break it to people. Cody Barton's um, he's not that bad. He's not that bad. Uh, you, you, and I know, I know last week I kind of took some heat cause I gave him an in and I was like, I thought it, thought he was one of the more solid guys out there. Stand by it. I rewatching that game. Like he's he's not that bad. Uh, and I realize, you know, it's tough when you go replace Bobby Wagner and then Wagner does what he did today, right? Wagner right. was this was Wagner's Super Bowl. And he played freaking, he reminded, he reminded everybody in the league and then of course in the PNW, like just how special he was. This was kind of perfect in that way, right? Bobby gets his. He could show the world like. Put the get the gold jacket ready. That that's inevitable anyway. Um, he could get the hey, you should you should have kept me around. Uh, clearly, right? He wins that argument, but we win the game. That's a pretty perfect thing because no, I don't think anybody has like the hatred that some have for like Russ, Russell at this point, right? It's just like everybody loves Wagner. He's he's still the friggin' man. Yeah, he's still Bobby Wagner, a, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he didn't want to leave. Uh, we right. we heard that from him and. Yeah, so I, I I know I saw Amy in the chat saying that uh, when he's here in week 18, she's going to be giving him a, a standing ovation. And yeah, I, I feel that way too. Absolutely. You see, you know, I, I think if Russ, though, I mean, I think you'd see some of the same love from the teammates before the game as they were showing with Bobby Wagner, uh, as well as all the former teammates coming over to Bobby. And, and that was kind of cool. But looking at the box score for this game, time of possession for the Seahawks, they led in time of possession 30 minutes, 53 seconds. To the Rams 2907, so relatively even. That's First close. downs on the day 25 for the Seahawks, 20 for the Rams. Just five rushing touch, uh, just five rushing first downs for Seattle, 18 passing, two were due to penalty. 
5 of 10 on third down conversions. And for the Rams, 4 of 12 on nice. third down conversions. Well, that's how you win a ball game. Um, not bad at all there. 5 for 10, take that every 50%. You'll take it pretty much every single week. That That's solid. I was pissed from Jump Street, Brandon, when we won the coin toss and deferred again. We're five and one when we get the ball. Five. It's just at some point, and yeah. this defense isn't very good. So we so we punt, we kick the ball off, we erase five minutes of time that our offense, which is the better side of the ball, could be on the field, and we're down seven nothing. And and I know it's not going to get through Pete's head, so I know I'm like I'm screaming into the void with this thing. But we're five and one when we get the ball first. At what point do you just look at the stat to be like, this is a Geno team. This is DK. This is this is it's lock it. It's fans. This is an offensive team. Let's throttle the, a, a, an underperforming team and put pressure on them. No, no, no. We do the exact opposite and put ourselves behind the seven nothing. Good thing we have friggin' Geno and team because we able to you know, able to get back and you know just at least get back to even fairly quickly. But I, I'm done with deferring, man. I just think it's a stupid tactic for this team this year. I'm not never defer when you have a good defense. We don't have a good defense. Stop deferring. You know, I, I was, uh, I thought we were going to be in the position that I'd be able to defend it because they got the ball coming out of the half. They were moving the ball well down the field and then they turned it over. Yes. Uh, and that first drive uh, coming out of halftime and gave it back to the Rams. And then their your advantage now is essentially gone. And, you know, and it's, we had the ball with 55 seconds left with the lead in the first half, right? So we had a chance to, uh, not no, not the lead, right? We were, what, down some, the 10-7 at that point or whatever it was. But, um, you know, so we had the ball with 55 seconds left. So we had a chance to at least go get three. Mm-hmm. And that's where we take a bad sack. And then we end up basically, basically kneeling it out for the most part. Um, that's actually where DJ Dallas gets hurt uh, at the very end of the half when he has right. a nice run and gets, gets banged up. It was tantamount to a kneel down because they just had to stay like, alive enough until it eclipsed the, the the clock so they could just walk off the field. Basically. Yeah. They still um, had the lead going into the half. It was 14, 13, oh, 14, 13. Okay. So they had a chance to, to, you know, uh, tack on three there. Um, so it was, it was, it's, it was still working. I, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not so thick. I can't admit that. Um, I just hate it. I just think at some point, you know, like let's put it this way, right? Let's the Panthers games coming up. We'll talk about that a lot. Great. I'm not, not overlooking past that. When we play the 49ers, we have got to freaking put pressure on them. And by and and pressure is take the early lead. Take the early lead and try to get them out of what they do. Um, we'll see. We'll see if we adjust to it. I I'm not holding out hope. I don't know about you. Uh, I don't know. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, quick question for you, Brandon. Yeah. Um, who is uh our safety tabor number 39? <laughs> I I'm a Seahawks fan. Uh, I, I think a pretty decent one. Who, who's who's that? Who's who's number thirty nine? Tabor or Tabor? Yeah, he had he had a nice pass. Uh, it was it a pass breakup officially where he was at least it was in coverage in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, back of the end zone. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd at least heard the name. I don't think I had heard the name of Tony Jones though <laughs> coming into this game. And so when we got down to our fourth string running back, uh, I wasn't I wasn't too excited. I knew the name Tony Jones. Um, I did not know that he took, we have each other uh, covered then. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Two, two ships passing on the idiocy. Perfect. Um, but I didn't know, uh, that he also took Chris Carson's number and I was like, Ooh, 30. I was like, Oh, that looks a little funky. Um, but you know, such is life that, that, that happens. 
Um, and then one other one other player I would love to at least get your opinion on okay. about like his efficacy uh, was Trey Brown. We saw more Trey Brown this game. And uh, what'd you think? Yeah, it seemed like they maybe rotated between series with Brown and Michael Jackson. And I'm, I'm good with that to see where that competition comes out. To me, I didn't, I didn't come away with a feeling that one was over another. I, I, I still need to see more, I think. But it's nice to see Brown playing his way in after being out for so much time. I want to rewatch and, and I will. Um, my, my first interpretation of Trey Brown was that he looked kind of like where he was last year, which mm-hmm. is sometimes he'll be a little, a little over aggressive, but he looked pretty sticky. Like even on, there was another play down, down the sideline. I think we jumped off sides on that play. So it was a free play down the right-hand side. And it's actually a really nice ball. Like he's right there. He, he's, he's, he, you couldn't defend it type better thing. Um, so I was, I was pleasantly at, at on first blush, pleasantly surprised by Trey. Um, happy to see him back in with more significant time. And now I do wonder if there's a, if there's a straight up competition back on between him and MJ, and see you know see how that shakes out over the next few weeks. That'll be I think something to watch. Uh, very interesting. Yeah, definitely. And as Phil says, tough to gauge defensive backs with Walford in and no cup. Well, y- yes, um, for sure, like no doubt. But Wilford through accurately right i mean for the most part he was pretty accurate there wasn't too many times where he 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 missed wide open dudes or anything like that it wasn't it wasn't like um a zach wilson type thing where he just couldn't hit it hit side of a barn so i think he's not good played (laughs) you think wilford's a bad just bad bad quarterback he's 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 a backup quarterback i mean he's just he's not good yeah i mean yes he is um yeah i don't want i don't want to i don't want to take away from this win this the win's still still uh too new and too good. So. I, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, looking at some of the other scores throughout the league. Now, the Raiders, they did beat the Chargers this week. So maybe we can feel a little bit better um, knowing that uh, maybe bad. the Raiders aren't as bad as their record appeared. And They lost to the Chiefs by a point, right? right. And they've they, lost to a they, lot of teams by close exactly, games. Exactly. Exactly. This, this is, they were a snake Which makes me team. feel like we, we should have beat the team that always loses close games, but yeah, there we you, go. Would, you would like to, right? <laughs> also correct. Yeah. On our draft pick, watch Denver and Baltimore. Denver takes the loss 10 to nine. And uh, that was, that was interesting because the, the Broncos had a nine to three lead for a lot of that game. And you just felt yep. like the defense was going to be able to close out that game, especially with Lamar Jackson going out uh, early on in that game. And yes, then the curse takes hold toward the end of that game. And the the Ravens able to lead a touchdown and a game-winning drive in the final minutes of that game against the Broncos. Yes, the defense that had played so well all day allows a touchdown drive and the go-ahead score with about 30 seconds, 30, 40 seconds left in the game. And the Denver offense, great. not enough time for them to do anything with. And... We well, are currently, almost they they still kicked they still kicked the field goal. They did you know, like they did they, have they, an they opportunity to kick a sixty three yeah. yard field goal and it was that was short. very straight, but oh, yeah. also ten yards short. Yeah, <laughs> off the leg because you watch it like and uh, you know all twenty two. I'm like, oh no, 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 and then and then you could I think kind of hear the announcers. I think they said, oh, that's going to be short, and then it was. Yeah. Um, but that was lovely, right? It was let's ride curse all day long. Uh, what's what's Huntley's first name? Uh, Tyler, Brett. Brett. 
I want to no, say Brett. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of Brett Hundley. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, yeah, the other guy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Uh, let's see. Let's let, let's let's get let's give the let's give the man his props. Uh, Tyler, Tyler. Okay, it so Tyler. Tyler Huntley. You're right. Um, that's all right. It's, hey, every as Adam would say, a bl- blind squirrel, right? Um, so Tyler. He's Huntley actually gets, he's okay. I see. No, no, I would rather good. have him for a backup than Walford, but he's a good backup. Remember in in the off season there was talk about like he would be a guy that we could we could actually make make a trade for, like because Lamar is going to get cemented and sign the deal and yada yada. Don't, yada, don't yada. remind me of the conversations of who's better than Gino uh, at this point. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I hey, I've got some tape out there that I'm not proud of either. So. <laughs> But I think I think we all do. But yeah, Huntley gets the drive. They score. Russ uh, just gets comes up a little short. Can't get him. Can't get him into like the fifty-seven or fifty-eight yard range. It's a sixty-three yarder. Doesn't go through. Freaking awesome. Just just awesome. I mean, now now by the way, we get to watch the the college football playoffs, and you get to watch these these top top tier dudes. And there's there's all this rage about. Was it is it Jalen Phillips, the the Georgia defensive tackle? I'm pretty sure. Mm. Like he's the dude that's like, hey, if they don't, if whoever does not take a um a quarterback, and the Texans may or may not, but if they don't take a quarterback, like whoever's picking next, this guy's kind of emerged as like that's the guy. He doesn't have like big splashy, you know, he's like, but he's he's just the the unit out there for this Georgia defense. So whether it's two, whether it's three, I know we had the opportunity to go up to get two if the Bears could have done what they needed to do and get the win over the Packers. But no, the Bears yeah, lose to the Packers. And Virgo Black coming in, letting us know that uh see, you don't have to do the math. Virgo's done it for you. The Seahawks are back in the wild card because of the tie between the commanders and Giants. Okay. So the it, it, what I'm reading and and processing is if the season ended today type thing, right. where the seven or the six is that that's the, we would be the seven. Yeah. Or the six, but probably the seven, is. right. At, at this point we're in is, is what, is what that boils down to. Yes. Okay. Um, great. Thank you. Very good. You made my night better. <laughs> Thank you. Just in time. Ask the question. Will Adams even be back this season? Can't remember. No, he is. He's going to be out for the year. And I know I saw a comment. I think it was, Oh, Virgo was saying too, uh, the idea of trading both Adams and Diggs. Um, maybe, maybe not trade, but maybe draft heavily with those positions and, you know, just make some really tough competition for those guys coming in next year, because I think you've got the the money tied up in both those players for the next year to where it, it doesn't matter too much. Jalen Carter, maybe the name that you're trying to. That's it. Jalen Carter. With. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if it's Demos or uh, Demos. Um, awesome. Yes, Jalen Carter. Uh, big, 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 big. I would say boy, but he ain't a boy. He's, 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 he's a <laughs> he's man. A man. He's, he's huge. Now, Gino has a game-winning drive. We will surely put our trust in him and go for the defense with our first-round picks. I hope so. I, I'm, I kind of think that that's the best way forward at this point. Even, even if you draft a quarterback, that quarterback isn't going to be... Look, the Seahawks, they lucked out with Russell Wilson you know, coming in. And even they had a Super Bowl-caliber defense in 2012. And oh, yeah. even in his rookie season, they couldn't get it done. With the way Geno's playing, if, and I think that his play is sustainable as he's playing right now. If he can, if he can get a couple of these game-winning drives and, and have that kind of confidence to propel him forward, because you're going to be in these tight games come playoff time, I think it uh, your, it makes your chances better. Brandon, I, I got to lay like into this one thousand percent harder than, than you are right now in this moment, like. I, number one, since the Atlanta game, I've been on the 
re-sign this guy. And, yeah. and, and whatever it was at that point, 20 million after the Atlanta game, 25 million the next game, the longer we wait, it, it, this, he's going to end up being a $40 million quarterback. And that's not hyperbole. That's what these dudes are getting paid. He's playing like a top five, top seven quarterback. He's going to make the Pro Bowl this year. And that's not, not, not just because of the fan vote. He deserves to make the Pro Bowl this year. Um, it's going to be more and more expensive, which, which whatever, make, make the cap work. But, or and, just give him the contract if he wants it, if he even wants to talk right now. Like, yeah, you can wait him- till after the season, though. And I don't think his number is going to go up because the franchise tag is going to stay the same number. And sure. you can just use the franchise tag if it's, the numbers it's the- start getting too big. It is the trump card that we that we hold, and that's the way the NFL works. Um, agree. Uh, I think Seattle will want to lock him up for more for more than a year, and I think Gina will want that too. Which is to your point, why they probably will be able to come, you know, make make it make it work one way or the other. Anybody else that you want to make sure that we call out? Did we, did we give enough love to the tight ends? Noah Fant four catches, forty two yards. Oh, see, that's you're. Exci- I know you're excited about that because you you, know, you laid yeah. the wood on Fant. You know, it's <laughs> Adam took the over for over two and a half receptions. I took the over for over twenty six and a half yards. You both I, win. That, you both win. But that was absolute smash bot. I mean, look, the, the stats were the stats were right there. Five out of the last seven games, he's been over that that marker. It was very clear to me that he was going to get, he was going to hit that. And, and, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'm right. So, uh, but yeah, uh, also big moments, you know, like passing to him on, I, I like when we hit our tight ends on first down, you know, like first down stuff, it's an eight yard gain, it's 12 yard gain, man, you're in second and two. And you're like, no, oh, we're going to, we're going to pick, even with Tony Jones, the, the seventh, don't matter. We're, we're, we're going to, even with no blocking and Tony Jones, the seventh, we're going to pick this up. You know, uh, one last thing, Brendan, is I will give some love to Tony Jones because, yes, a little bit rough with some drops and stuff like that. But who the hell's Tony Jones? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. I mean, he he did what he had to do. He and he moved the chain in big portions of the game down the stretch. So, got to give some love to our, our you know our new RB one, Tony Jones. Yeah, uh, Tony, you uh, you do your best while you're in there, and maybe with some preparation, knowing that you're coming into the game. Now, I hope that Walker is fine and we hear that it's, it's it, I don't know what to make of it necessarily because it was a questionable to return, but then he was ruled out. So maybe there was some thing that told them that maybe it wasn't as bad, but then for him to be ruled out, I, I don't want to read into it too much, but hopefully it's uh, it's not too much. And Wayne pointing out too, yes, it wasn't just Noah Fant playing well, but uh, we saw some nice plays from Shelby Harris too. We did, and we saw Drew Locke bouncing in that huddle. Shaved early, his mustache. Right? Yeah, he shaved. He shaved the stash. Right, clearly so wasn't a, a, come, was a little coming a through in a, in a big way. Uh, yeah, shaving yeah. that mustache, getting the win over the stupid Los Angeles Rams. That's freaking awesome. That is awesome. Hey, you know, hey Brandon, uh, winning is better than losing, right? This was we we were prepping for this. Like, I will right, we'll go on by like seven fifteen ish, and 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 at that point we were down three still. But like, this might be tragic or it might be so friggin' fun and hopeful we got so friggin' fun and hopeful what what a what a big w and now we get to ride into this week and hey let's just go let's just keep that momentum going and bring all this good juju back to the pnw because i cannot wait to get out there dude i'm so fired up i'm fired up can't wait for it dan says hey guys been a freeloader for far too long over here in england love the content nuosu and taylor had a couple of decent plays yeah gotta give credit to taylor 
for a sack late in the game. Also, Nuosu coming up with a fumble that bounced right into the arms. Yeah. I don't know where our fumble luck. It wasn't in this game. Not good. Not good fumble luck for the Seahawks. But what are you going to do? And yes, Clinton going to be making the trek over to the game for the Carolina Panthers. Adam going to be coming to town too. I'm going to be flying over there. So hopefully we can get all of the flock together there on uh, there on Sunday after the game. Yeah, I think we'll put we'll put the word out on the Ring of Honor. We'll put the word out on 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 Discord for sure. Like where we'll be, you know, before uh, I, I'm coming in hot. I'm lit- literally landing that morning. So like I land, I'm gonna zip up there. Uh, but then after the game, where we could hang out, maybe have a pint or two, and, and hopefully being enjoying. Well, either way, we'll enjoy each other's company, and I won't I won't say too much. Uh, but enjoy enjoy our Seattle Seahawks in this 2020 2022 season. Hey. 12 weeks in, we're seven and freaking five. Who would have thunk it, right, Brandon? We're seven and freaking five, man. Not bad. Seven and five and coming off a 27 to 23 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Thanks for all the members of the flock. Thanks for everybody tuning in to this live stream. And I think with that, Clinton, there's only one thing left to say. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.